0: welcome to episode 40 of the champs and chums podcast i'm anthony
1: and i'm ashton
0: father son fun talk on sports life and friendship coming up on milestone episode 40 the jolly gentleman is coming to town we'll go one-on-one and best of with the greatest december guest of them all santa claus father son free for all will make you merry and bright We'll go gold-silver-bronze for winter-inspired athlete names. And we'll head for home on Episode 40 with our special segments, All Pro Go, a Did You Know Sports Spotlight, and Champs and Chums personal salutes to our stars on and off the field. That's all coming up on Episode 40 of the Champs and Chums Podcast. Thanks for listening! Welcome back to Champs and Chums. Happy December, everybody. Happy holidays. We hope you're doing well. It's Anthony and Ashton in the broadcast chair. So glad that you're with us for our final episode of 2022. It's Champs and Chums, our milestone episode 40. And it gives me great pleasure for the last time this year on this episode to introduce my forever chum, Ashton. Ashton, how you doing, my man?
1: I'm doing great, and I can't wait to start off Milestone Episode 40.
0: Well, wow, we are off to a blazing start here, because you're so right. Our Milestone 40th episode, everybody. Ashton, how about a round of applause for us here? All right, great stuff, and we know uh, we've been so fortunate for the support of all our great fans out there on Champs and Chums. 40 episodes deep uh one show every month father son fun talk about sports life and friendship and Ashton uh, how you feeling about all this what do you want to say to the fans
1: well um we couldn't have done this podcast without you guys um we've we had just started this podcast um 2019 that's
0: right october of 2019 everybody we dropped our first episode wow
1: and uh It's come so far uh, from one, the first episode to uh, 40 episodes. So this is really, really big.
0: Really special, really special episode. And uh, yeah, as Ashton, as you mentioned, we want to thank so much our Nation of Champs and Chums fans. You guys have been outstanding with your love and listens. Uh, We want to thank our outstanding best of guests. All 40 uh, episodes have featured some amazing people from all walks of life, Um, and uh, they've had some wonderful words of wisdom and inspiration to share with Ashton and I, and we have been so blessed and so grateful to bring this uh, father-son project, this show, to you once a month. Good stuff, Ashton. Well, listen, you know what? Let's kick it off, because it is December. It is the most wonderful time of the year, as, as the saying goes. Um... And we've had a lot of highlights over the year. I mean, there's been so many that we've gone through it with each program, but if you had to kind of put it in a little bit of a capsule, what were some of the highlights of twenty twenty two here that we're we're broadcasting behind the mic for our last episode of the year?
1: Um, so definitely um going to my first Blue Jays playoff game.
0: Oh yes okay, Blue Jays, let's play ball, and they did. I mean, what what was so special about that?
1: Well, uh, you know, when you get into the World Series, it's pretty big, and um, I've never experienced it before, but um, I uh, have this year, so I think I had a lot of opportunities this year.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we, we were just talking about that off air. It was probably it was a record year for for you going down to uh, watch uh, Blue Jays baseball at the the Rogers Center, and it was so fun to do that together with you and enjoy all the sights and sounds of the uh, the great pastime of baseball. And yeah, I mean, yeah, you did experience playoff, um, not World Series. But who knows, Ashton? And we'll do this on episode 41, as we always do. We gaze through the crystal ball, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll give you some of our fearless father-son predictions, um, Ashton. So maybe not World Series this year, um, but maybe knocking on the door for next year. Uh, what are some other highlights uh, from 2022?
1: Mm, I think for me, Fan Expo. That was really, oh, really Oh, that's right.
0: How could I forget that? Now, that was an amazing experience in itself. And why do you give them... The fans a little bit of a short recap on 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 why that was special and and sort of how it made you feel as you, as you you walk through with probably thousands of others to uh, at the Metro Convention Center that summer weekend.
1: Well, uh, it was pretty big and packed because uh, uh, I think it was the last day, and yeah, I think it was a Sunday, and that was the last day, so uh, it was really packed and. Um, I went there to see um, some of the cast members from Stranger Things, and I did. Is that
0: still your favorite show, or is there others now that have become top contenders? Here we are, late stages of the year.
1: Well, I still do like Stranger Things, but I, I'm i also liking uh, the new Wednesday show. I finished it
0: okay wow well, you you're into packaging these things up and uh, appointment television if you will right uh i guess but that's great and yeah and i, I uh became a fan of finn wolfhart uh right before my eyes and um and uh the other young young lady um uh that was uh, uh, Chr- chrissy
1: grace van Deen, yeah
0: grace van Deen, that's right the stage name uh, chrissy a uh, big part of the show and uh yeah, I mean, for, for dad over here, I mean, there's been a really, a lot, lots of fun things um, that we've done. Watching you um, grow your passion and love for baseball and, and hockey, and most recently, soccer. We'll get into that in a sec. But seeing you grow and develop and have a passion for it really makes your dad proud. Um, speaking of passion, there is nothing like the passion of Leafs Nation. Leafs hashtag lease forever Ashton and I seem to remember us filing in I believe it was May yeah it was the middle of May for game five of that pivotal series the the Leafs playoff opener what was it like to walk in to Scotiabank Arena and describe for the fans what that was like that was another highlight to 2022 for for me uh, how about for you
1: well you know walking into Scotiabank Arena it's just a normal day. But walking into Scotiabank Arena to watch the Leafs play against the Tampa Bay Lightning in the playoffs is something different. So uh, it was a very great game, and uh, it was tied, pretty sure, in the third period. And uh, Matthews came uh, with the go-ahead goal. So uh, they uh, won 4-3. to three. So that was probably the most electrifying hockey game I, a game I've ever been to.
0: Well, yeah. And I mean, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. That was the word I was thinking about hearing you describe that and, and, and walking it back, if you will, to, to May of 2022 is uh, electric. I mean, uh, I, I lost my voice. Um, pretty much near the end of it. And uh, uh, for so fans, if you haven't had a chance, check out our social. There's some great behind the scenes there from what was an amazing father-son experience cheering on uh, the beloved blue and white. And um, well, and you know what? I think about um, um, the 2022 year as well too. And I'm just so impressed that you've been able to really embody some of the great values and the principles of champs and chums of putting in the work um, enjoying, enjoying the moment, taking in all the wisdom and experiences from amazing people who have, um, uh, been there to support the show. Um, but you know, in school, I mean, man, you know what, you've, you've done a, a, a formidable job in school. You made the honor roll for consecutive years and that doesn't mean perfection. To me, that means putting in the work and working through some of your tougher subjects, i.e. mathematics and such. And, uh, I just want to let you know that I'm, I was really happy to see you grow and develop in that area too, man. So fist bumps for you there. And how do you feel about that?
1: Well, uh, it's always, uh, good to go to school and, uh, learn new subjects every day and, uh, tests, you know, they, uh, a bit tricky, but, uh, they're, they're all for a good cause, uh, to see what you know and, uh give you more knowledge on that particular subject and I think school is really really fun
0: well it is and you mentioned all for a great cause but it's to me I think as well too in addition to that it's the key to unlock your potential right and to set you up for the the amazing things ahead and what is going to be a bright promising career for you with lots of potential lots of impact lots of love lots of support from so many people who are big fans of yours and uh yeah, I mean, uh, this is this is it. That's the big time. So great recap on 2022, and let's dial it back a bit here because we're in the m- middle of winter. We had, I don't know, they said there was a snowstorm last week. Yeah, it was it was a bit tense out, out there on the road. You had to be careful. I don't think it was too bad, but uh, you looking forward to the holiday season?
1: Yes, I am. Winter is my favorite season, so I'm looking forward to it.
0: That's amazing, and uh, uh, I know some of you guys uh, that follow us on social will we'll see... Uh, some of the fun things that we've been doing out out and about in the um, uh, the brave uh, uh, cold white north, as it were. And um, Ashton, I mean, you had a, a big event at school, which was your 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 concert. It was so nice to be back to an in person concert with seeing all your your chums meeting a lot of champs and uh, enjoying that uh, that um, uh, event. Uh, what was it like for you?
1: Well, it was uh, really fun and. Um you know, we were we were the first ones to uh do our uh, song and um the concert went by really fast because by the time the grade 5s had went um and we and we had just come back the grade 7s were already going on cuz my school goes to um grade 8 so Basically, there was only one more performance after that. And, um, you know, I think it was really quick. And we had a grand finale song, so uh, I I had more time on the stage. And, um, yeah, I think it was really fun. And after that, we uh, watched uh, the 905. uh, Oh, that's right. Yeah, play.
0: Well, they had a tough time against the top team in the East. Yes, the College College Park Park Skyhawks. Skyhawks. Seemed like every time... Well, well, first of all, it was, it was great that you you had a great performance in, in front of all the uh, the parents that were out there and, uh, of course, all the school administrators. So shout out to all the hard-working school administrators at your school who really pull it together. And we were able to get out in time uh, to attend the game, which we weren't sure we were going to attend because of this storm. Uh, the, the concert was rescheduled, and we got to uh, Paramount Fine Food Center. And, uh, you know, it was a fine uh probably first half by the by the Raptors nine oh five. They're a little bit under under undermanned. Uh you know, there's been a lot of injuries up on the big club with the Raptors, so some of the guys had to move up there. But uh yeah, I mean that ends the um the uh the the first I guess uh a part of the season, the showcase cup and Ashton we all reset at zero and in January the real season starts. How you think in the nine oh five are gonna do?
1: Well uh I think if they uh, are all healthy uh, by the new year, I think they'll have a uh, great team. And I think they could get to the G League title this year.
0: Well, that's great stuff. And you know what, uh, Ashton, I would be remissed if we didn't talk about some round ball that's a bit even closer to home. If you think Peel Region and the Raptors 905 is close, wait till you uh, learn about tip-off. For now, we have our own, in the, in our city of Brampton, our own C E B L team. The Brampton Honey Badgers. How about that news?
1: Yeah, um, they're actually playing at the CAA Center, which is not far from uh, where we live. And um, it's, you know, it's actually great that we get to have uh, our own uh, basketball team because um, I think it was last year, the year before, the Brampton Beasts, unfortunately, unfortunately, they had to um, end, and uh, it was it was really sad. So they kind of just use the CAA Center as uh, for I guess scheduled games there, or they would rent it out. But now uh, it's the CAA Center's back in action with the uh, Brampton Honey Badgers.
0: Yeah, it's amazing, and you know what? It's great to actually have the champs coming into town because they actually won the CBL title and. We want to raise a shout out to our uh, champ and chum, the president of the Hamilton Honey Badgers, the executive vice president of strategy and communications for the CBL, Mr. John Lashaway. Uh, Lash, of course, longtime chum, big fan of yours, Ashton, big fan of your dad's. Um, He played such an instrumental role in um in uh, bringing this uh this project this uh, this initiative this franchise to uh to Brampton so shout out to John, uh great episode there I believe that was episode seven way back Ashton yep going back into the great history of uh, best of guests uh, John was one of the early ones that joined us so congratulations last looking forward to checking out some round ball here in our city of Brampton, um Ashton uh, speaking of great things. The greatest international tournament in the world just took place, and just at the time of this recording, we were just only a day after the final, uh, the World Cup final, and everybody's been talking about this. It has been... I mean, you know, the, the, it's great to have the World Cup back. It it is a the big stage. Soccer's uh, one of the biggest sports in the world. Such passion amongst the countries. You go down to the finals, you got Argentina versus France, two preeminent um contenders. France of course being the defending champion. But what a game that was. Yeah. How do you describe we we caught some of that stuff. How are you feeling when it went so back and forth? It was almost written like a Disney script.
1: Yeah, so um you know, uh Argentina went ahead, uh two nothing and uh I think Messi and one of his other teammates scored a goal. And um France was playing poorly, they were playing really poorly uh in the first They did have a tough half. first yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: They came out really flat. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean that's that's sports, right? There's no there's no real script, it's just great theater before us.
1: Yeah, and uh, Mbappe uh, from France, he came back with uh, two goals and two
0: goals in like I think it was a couple of minutes actually wasn't it?
1: it? So he scored the first goal, which was a penalty. Yeah, and then he scored the minute after. That
0: was a beautiful strike he had, and, and I mean, all of a sudden the tables turned on Argentina and. Uh, yeah, yeah, just incred- incredible pageantry. Um, How do you feel about Messi um, now cementing himself as as arguably the greatest player uh, in, uh, that ever played?
1: Well, some of my classmates say he's gonna retire. Like, like um, I think he's
0: young. To, is he still too young to retire? I'm not sure. I don't This know. this 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 kid or this this young man can still play. Um, but there he was on the largest stage raising his game. And, you know, uh, we've talked about it on this show, uh, our, our special guests who have been part of big moments, um, you know, at that kind of a level professionally to, um, rise to the occasion. I mean, you got to appreciate the stuff you see with the goat, the greatest of all time, as they say, uh, in, in Lionel Messi. Um, but what was your feeling as you saw the penalty kicks?
1: well uh I mean, I thought France was gonna pull it off, but um I d I don't think they were in the mood for it I think well, they had to be in the mood for it because it's the world cup final but um I don't think they 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 were on the same page as Argentina, and um I think that's why uh Argentina got the victory, and uh Messi had his uh he had he uh was the last one to come uh, come up and get his medal he put a robe on and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah and he started lifting Looked like the judge
0: wapner in the old people's court coming on <laughs> that stuff yeah
1: so uh he he uh started raising the world cup and uh all the fireworks went off around um the stadium i'm not i'm not sure what stadium it's called it's somewhere in Doha.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they had two two wonderful stadiums at games. I believe it was two wonderful stadiums, world-class stadiums that they're playing uh, out of. Um, but Ashton, speaking of wins, not only did Argentina win the World Cup, you won the next edition, the next installment of the Father-Son Challenge.
1: Yes, I did. I won the World Cup Prediction Challenge, and uh, for some of you who haven't seen it yet, um there, we did, we did predictions for the World Cup, and, um, through all the World Cup long, ex- except the, uh, consolation match for third place, um, we, we, uh, like, guessed who was gonna win, and, um, I beat, um, my dad, twenty to nineteen. So. By the
0: slimmest of margins, I must add. But yes, you did win, Ashton, fair and square. I believe you're now five and zero, career record in father-son challenges. Let me recount, everybody. Basketball was first; he beat me. Then there was hockey, that's two. Then there was tab- table tennis, number three. Hmm. Then there was Xbox NHL 2022. That's five, yeah. And then, and then, most recently, soccer um, picks. So good stuff. But I tell you, 2023, I'm coming up with some, we're coming up with some good challenges. And I think I'm going to break the goose egg there. What do you say?
1: Sure. Let's see if you can do it.
0: All right. That seems like fighting words. All right. Well, listen, we've been talking about the greatest of things. We talked about the World Cup. We talked about great moments in baseball, talking about you being you know um you know building that real resume of being great when you apply yourself in uh in, in all things in school and and, and life and uh, and engagement and then we talk about messy so we talk about great Ashton but you know on this episode this milestone episode 40 we actually have the greatest December guest of them all ladies and gentlemen like you know your champs and chums have have spared no expense? to bring our next best of guest on the show, Ashton. Tell all the fans who's coming up on this episode.
1: Well, uh, as you said, the greatest December guest of them all, Santa Claus is coming to town on Champs and Chums.
0: What an amazing guest. The jolly old man himself, a certified champ and chum on the show, Ashton. Santa Claus. I mean, what does it mean for you to have Santa Claus coming up on his third time on the
1: show? Well, that's uh, three appearances. That's uh, one to keep in our record books. And um, uh, Santa Claus has been so nice to us And um, since he's been on the show. And um, uh, I'm, I'm glad this is his third time coming on because um, we've had so many memories uh, since we've started our podcast.
0: We sure have. So uh, don't you dare miss it, everybody. That's coming up a little bit later on the show. Our best of interview third time as ashton said leads all special guests and best of appearances santa claus is coming up on episode 40 so ashton uh, let's uh, let's get into this father son free for all cuz i'm really feeling in the holiday spirit here and uh, you know everybody we've had a cha- we've done this actually last year and this wonderful theme of going gold silver bronze to close the year for winter inspired athlete names and ashton and i uh, got our creative juices flowing, and we got some new ones for you, some real exciting ones, some ones that will take you back in the day, perhaps as you listen to Ashton and I share our gold-silver bronze for winter-inspired athlete names. Ashton, take it away with your bronze medal.
1: My bronze medal is David Frost.
0: Wow, that is an amazing selection, David Frost. Tell, tell them a little bit about... Well, actually, let's make the connection with, with Frost, first of all.
1: So, um well when it gets cold, um like when Like really cold. Yeah, like really, really cold when it turns into ice, when the ground turns into ice, uh, or when you wake up in the morning and you have like fog all over your car, that is called frost. And uh also frosty the snowman. That's, oh yes, that's another that's right. connection.
0: Well let's 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 tell the fans a little bit more about the great golfing golfer uh David Frost.
1: So David Frost, um has uh actually this is a really cool fact he has 30 professional professional tournament wins wow. to his name
0: and i and by looks of some of this information that we're sharing here everybody i, th- I still think he's playing in the pga champions tour yeah so he's actually still playing he's got an exemption of course um yeah i mean what else ashton about david frost
1: well uh he turned professional in 1981 and his current tour is the PGA Tour champ, uh, champions, and his former tours were the U- European uh, Tour, PGA Tour, and the Sunshine Tour, and the European Senior Tour.
0: Yeah, that's right, Ashton. Uh, he was um, on the PGA Tour champions pointless um, seven times. He's um, Ashton, as you as you mentioned, he's uh, the the forty second career all time money leader on the PGA Tour. Ten victories behind him. That's Ashton's bronze medal. That is uh, David Frost. Okay, over to Dad for my bronze medal for winner-inspired uh, athlete names. And um, this one here, everybody, it's um, it, it's a hot name that is going to make you feel real cold. Because we're talking about the basketball legend. That's right, George the Iceman Gervin. Ashton, have you heard about George the Iceman Gervin?
1: No, I've not.
0: Well, I tell you something, he has had a splendid career. He's now 70 years old. His playing career stretched from 1972 to 1990. He was a nine-time NBA All-Star, that was the Iceman Gervin. He was the NBA All-Star MVP in 1980, five-time NBA First Team All-Star, four-time NBA Scoring Champion Ashton. Um the San, San Antonio Spurs retired as number 44 and um I tell you this man was a legend I, I with with all that he could do um he's one of the great names um George the Iceman Kerr why do you think they call him Iceman?
1: Um I'm not sure.
0: Well, I'm only going to venture a guess. I would think he's probably pretty calm, cool and collected when he was sort of under the bucket that that could be my only thing when I'm thinking about it but here's a man that played 1060 games his average points Ashton 25 he averaged 25 points a game
1: wow that's a lot
0: so there's my bronze medal everybody George the Iceman Gervin. over to Ashton for his silver medal
1: my silver medal is Draymond Green
0: Wow, and what's the connection with Draymond Green?
1: Well, um if you um if you don't know, which I think many people know actually, um, the traditional Christmas colors are red and green.
0: That's right. And so Draymond Green, I tell you what a what a performer he is. Why don't you tell him all about the Golden State Warrior power forward Draymond Green?
1: So um, he um, uh, was drafted in 2012 in the second round, and he was the 35th overall pick. And he was selected by the Golden State Warriors, and uh, he still plays for the Warriors today. And his highlights, wow. Um, four-time NBA champion, four-time NBA all-star uh all nba second team all nba third team uh nba defensive player of the year it just goes on and on and on
0: yeah and you know what he's actually um not only just done well on the court as you said he was a 2016 uh sorry four-time uh nba all-star two-time all nba team he played he's played 712 career games but he's also pretty good um uh, in this space Ashton on the broadcasting side he's a pretty good commentator the man's got an opinion he is yeah yeah I've seen Draymond and he's um he's quite um you know he's quite a uh outspoken guy it's kind of the great role for an analyst so uh there's Ashton Silver Medal NBAer Draymond Green well Ashton I'm gonna go back back in time a little bit and this has kind of got a neat connection to the holiday time because um We're going back to one of your favorite sports, baseball. And we're going to go back to a real, I I don't know if I would say legend, but I would definitely call him a great all-star player. So my um, silver medal, everybody, for winner-inspired athlete names is Harold Baines. Now, do you get that, Ashton? Mm,
1: Not really. Well,
0: you know what? I'm going to put it into play for you just like Harold Baines would have done uh, back in the day when your dad was watching tons of baseball uh so hark the herald angel sing right oh yeah you know uh, i think that's kind of what i was thinking about when i thought of harold baines and let me re reintroduce you to mr harold baines because uh, he was a designated hitter a right fielder he had that wonderful stroke as a left handed batter he made his MLB debut for the chicago white Sox, ashton in 1980 and he actually it came full circle and he and he made his last MLB appearance in on, in September of 2001. He had 2866 hits, 384 home runs, 1628 ribbies. I mean, he's was well traveled and definitely did a lot of amazing things playing with the uh, Chicago White Sox. We know he had two three tours of duties with the Baltimore Orioles, a team that people would have known him uh, represent Six-time All-Star, World Series champion, that is Hark the Harold Baines in 2005. And his number, Ashton, number three, is reti- retired by the Chicago White Sox. What do you think about that?
1: Well, that's amazing.
0: Well, it's amazing. It's pretty special and a great way to honor our winner inspired athlete, Harold Baines. All right, everybody. It's now down to our pure gold moment here on episode 40 it's now time for Ashton to share his gold medal for winner-inspired athlete names. Go ahead, son.
1: Well, uh, my gold medal is Obi-Noel.
0: Wow. Now, what's the connection? Well, we'll get to this really great connection with him, but what about the connection with uh, winner-inspired?
1: Well, uh, Noel, I'm pretty sure it's a French word. And yes. um, I'm not sure what it means, actually. Christmas. Oh, so okay. So it means Christmas, and uh, yeah, that's the uh, uh, the link to it.
0: That's amazing. So nice festive uh, connection. But we actually know Ob Noel Ashton. Why don't you share the fans a little bit more about his resume?
1: Well, um, he was he's actually undrafted. Um, He played for UMass Lowell, and oh, he played um, for
0: Lowell Lowell, UMass. Okay, wow.
1: And he's a two-time first-team All-American East and an American East All-rookie team. And he's done really well with, with the uh, Raptors 905. And um, we've, we've seen him shooting around. We've seen him shooting buckets. Uh, you got an
0: autograph from him, too.
1: Yes, I did.
0: That's amazing. And, and actually, uh, an update to his career. He just recently, unfortunately, was waived by the team. He's a very talented player. I'm sure he's going to get picked up, Ashton. He very well might get picked up when they start the season because he's been part of the team for a couple years. When I say start the season, as I mentioned earlier, um, they're going to reset and start the official season in January. So there's Ashton's gold medal. Obi Noel, shout out to a a great uh, uh, champ and chum uh, from the Raptors 905. Well, Ashton, um, it's now time for Dad's gold medal. And you had a personal connection to your gold medalist and so do I because my gold medal it takes me back to my days proudly working with the Toronto Maple Leafs ladies and gentlemen I'd like you to introduce my gold medalist Chris King do you uh, you get that one Ashton
1: no I don't
0: well Chris Kringle right isn't that the uh the whole process around the holidays when you kind of have your secret Santa and you call it, and I think the other t- terminology is Kris Kringle. And I kind of thought with King, you know, there's a lot of great um, uh, melodies and songs that kind of in- involve, I believe, We Three Kings, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, I'm not, maybe didn't sell you there, but <laughs> let me tell you about this gem, this great individual, uh, Chris King. Um, so when I worked with the Leafs from 96 to 99, Kinger which is what I called him, Ashton. All the boys call him Kinger, all the, 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 the members of the admin staff. He was one of the assistant captains of the Leafs. So Sundin was the captain. Kinger was an assistant. I believe Yashkevich, and I'm trying to think of some other guys. I think I believe Cabriolet, Tommy Cabriolet also too. But uh, Kinger was an amazing uh, person. On the ice, he competed hard, gritty, um, you know, wouldn't be afraid to drop the gloves, protect his tame teammates. But what I saw behind the scenes, everybody with Kinger was all the great things he did off the ice to support some of the young players, really bring them along, show them the way, how to be a pro. And uh, he was one of the nicest um, uh, sports athletes that I ever had a chance to uh, to work with so closely. And a quick story, Ashton, on my very last home game with the Toronto Maple Leafs, Uh, it was Washington Capitals. The Leafs won, I believe it was 3-1. Cujo comes off the ice heading to the dressing room, and the boys knew it was my last uh, home game with the Leafs. Cujo points over to me and said, Double A, that one was for you. And they closed the room just before the press went in because the boys wanted to uh, make a little presentation to me and to thank me. For all that I did over the the three and a half years, I proudly served the blue and white. And um, to take you a little bit on the inside uh, there uh, in that moment, it was so special. And Chris King got up in the room and and, and said a wonderful speech, uh, brief speech about me and presented on behalf of the team, probably the biggest bottle of wine, Ashton that i saw they call it the magnum it was uh, a very expensive bottle of wine and a few other um nice gifts and uh, what an amazing moment that was and uh, that's why i remember champs and chums just like chris king and uh he's a bracebridge ontario guy Ashton.
1: yeah did you know that that's really cool we went to bracebridge well in in the heart of muskoka
0: where our other champs and chums uh uh, Mark and Kyle uh, are so um, uh, there. So uh, so shout out to Kinger, if you're listening. What a great pleasure to work with a, with a guy like you. And Chris King, uh, an amazing 14-year career. Played with the Red Wings, the Leafs, of course, the New York Rangers, Winnipeg Jets, Phoenix Coyotes. He was a winner of the King Clancy Award, Ashton. and That was for leadership, commitment, and dedication to the game on and off the ice. So um, 849 games uh wow 2030 penalty minutes so he was one tough hombre Chris King but one heck of a nice guy um you know and uh, just so special so Ashton that was an amazing way to kind of end a very merry father-son free-for-all now we got lots more show to come everybody but Ashton right now you're gonna take us to break
1: This ends our Father-Son Free-For-All segment. More Father-Son Fun Talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums Podcast.
0: Father-Son Fun Talk, you're listening to Milestone, Episode 40 of the Champs and Chums Podcast. And Ashton, it's now time for a next edition of our best of segment and Ashton you know we are grateful for all the outstanding special guests who have joined our show this year and it's with our most ambitious of dreams we have scored a holiday hat trick with the greatest December guest of them all hey Ashton I got two questions for you my man Are you ready to rock around the Christmas tree on episode 40? Sure am. Are you ready for lots of Christmas cheer here on Champs and Chums?
1: Of course.
0: Well, our very special guest is the most beloved of kids and kids of all ages around the world. He was born and raised in the North Pole. Our special guest has made tracks on an illustrious career, leading and serving everyone, everywhere, each and every year his magical sleigh has soared brightly across communities his generosity warms homes and hearts bringing smiles to his legion of fans ladies and gentlemen we are pleased to be joined by number 25 in your program number one in your hearts an all-star true and true santa claus
2: santa welcome to champs and chums ho 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 thank you Thank you very, very much. It's such a pleasure to be back again with you guys. Episode 40. That's amazing. Do you know, just a little trivia for you, Santa actually has socks that are over 40 years old.
0: Wow. Well, Santa Claus, it's so great to hear your voice. You've become such an institution on champs and chums and and Ashton and I are so grateful and Santa you know you just shared with us a factoid about uh you know your socks and how um uh, how could I say veteran uh your socks are here's a little factoid for you as well, as well too we've had some amazing guests on the program throughout the Every episode since October 2019, we've had uh, Maple Leaf players, national broadcasters, Olympic medalists. But you, Santa Claus, you lead all best of guests with your th- now your third time career appearance on Champs and Chumps. How does that make you feel?
2: that's like a hat trick. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it
0: sure is. It sure is. Well, listen, uh, uh, dad's taking up uh, the microphone here, but I want Ashton to to, to, uh, to come into our great conversations we all do with you. And Ashton, how does it feel to have San on the program? And what do you want to say to him right off the top of the show?
1: Well, it's great having you on. And um, third time, this is a uh, really big because we started our podcast back in 2019. And, um, You've came on three times. So this is a, a milestone hat trick that we have to keep in our record books.
2: You know what? Let's do it again next year and it'll be four times. That'll be even bigger.
0: Oh, yes, it's it, sh- it sure will. And 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 speaking of big everybody, if you we when we announced that Santa Claus was returning on our show, he was so kind enough to give us some time to help us film a video. He's a very busy man along with his great team, and we'll get into that in a bit in the segment, everybody, but I don't think I've ever seen a glove hand on Santa Claus like the one you flashed. You flashed some leather there, Santa Claus, in that promo video. I'm beginning to think that actually your name is probably in the Hall of Fame as an all-star goaltender.
2: Well, I don't know if it's in the Hall of Fame as an all-star goaltender, but, you know, we do have a league in the North North Pole. Oh, but you? the only thing is there's only two teams the santa and the elves and the reindeer <laughs> so we right. win all all the time
0: <laughs> yeah that's right that's right there's somebody's gonna have to win that but you you definitely flash the glove there everybody so listen if you haven't had a chance to check out that video you're gonna see some uh some poetry in motion there santa claus flashed that right glove well well listen santa claus it's great to have you on the show um uh, we want to get into our fun father-son chat here with you, our 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 the December best of guests of them all, a uh, Santa Claus. Uh, it's Dad over here to the left of the the broadcast booth here. Um, you know, you uh, we want to talk actually first of all about preparation. We talk a lot how important preparation is to our to our great fans, and you know, you have a big job at the time of this recording. Uh, Santa Claus, we are just literally hours away and days away from the big day. How do you prepare leading up to Christmas?
2: Well, you know, you're right. It's getting very, very close. But here's something that's really interesting. It's actually six more sleeps. That's all that's left till Santa actually will come to the children's homes and leave them marvelous gifts this year. But it's so much fun. And to prepare for it, I make sure I have a really large, large breakfast. Now, Mrs. Claus is busy looking after all the elves' breakfasts. So sometimes I really can't get into the kitchen and do my own thing. So then she's too busy to prepare my breakfast. So I go to one of my favorite places of all. It's actually in Brampton. It's called Whippies, And I have an amazing breakfast when I go in there. I get four orders of sausages, six Easy over nice eggs, I get a couple of pieces of toast, and if I'm still a little hungry, then I'll have some home fries. But the best thing of the whole meal is the beverages. I'll have some home fresh orange juice, and then I turn around and have a couple of nice glasses of ordinary everyday white milk. None of that special new stuff like soya milk or oatmeal. White milk for
0: Santa. Oh, my God. Well, Santa, this this is actually some real big developments here on episode 40. We're so glad that you left to share it with our listeners because what you just outlined... It was the breakfast of champions. So you talk about preparation here, getting ready for the big day. Uh, yeah, as you said, at the time of this recording, we were only just days away from the big day. And uh, uh, Santa uh, uh, or Ashton, he mentioned one of our favorite restaurants, uh, Wimpy's Diner. Ashton, uh, uh, what do you think? You'd be able to take Santa on in an eating contest getting ready for uh, over at Wimpy's?
1: Oh, that would be fun.
0: It sure would be. Well, Santa, thanks so much for sharing some insights about preparation leading up to the big day. Um, you know, Santa, you make so many people happy, kids and kids of all ages. And, uh, you know, a lot of people view you as uh, as a big mentor. And we talk a lot about that on Champs and Chums. And would love to hear you share for our, our, uh, our listeners how important mentorship is to you. And uh, what are some of the ways over the course of the year that you actually use mentorship, getting ready for the big day.
2: That's an interesting question. I think the main thing is I have to make people realize that Santa doesn't do all the work. The, the elves do the work, building the toys, packaging the toys, loading the sleigh. Santa guides the sleigh with the help of the reindeer. And of course the most famous reindeer of all, who is Rudolph. And That's a big part of it. So when I mentor, I train with the Owls all the time, how to package better, how to prepare better, how to speed up their their cycles when they're making the toys. We have like an assembly line and it's very, very important that everybody works as a team. It's all about teamwork. Same thing as in hockey. You got to have good defense with good forwards and a great goalie. That's what's happening this year with the Leafs. And I think this could be the Leafs year. Santa's a huge Leaf fan, as you guys know. And of course, My football team, the Buffalo Bills, are right there. They have mentors that train and teach them every day. No matter how good you think you are, you can always learn more.
0: Well, that's amazing, Santa Claus, and and so good of you to sneak in some great uh, mentions of some of your favorite sports teams. We're going to get into that a little later in the segment Uh, your love for the Maple Leafs, our love for the Leafs, and, of course, the Buffalo Bills as well, too. I'm going to get into it. But it's now my pleasure to bring in, um, I guess, the real star of this show. Uh, No, I not guess. I know he's the star of the show. He's a fan of yours. I'm going to bring in my chum, Ashton, who's got some questions for Santa
2: Claus. Ashton, take it away.
1: Santa, uh, how?
2: Ashton, Ashton, let me interrupt, interrupt you for one second. I am so glad that you're asking the questions. Because your father this year has not been that good. He's actually on the naughty list, and he's really got to work hard to get off of it. So you go ahead, Ashton. Go ahead with your questions.
1: Santa, how important is family around this holiday season, and what are some fun activities you do with your family this holiday season?
2: Well, you know, family, now that COVID is pretty much over and done with, family this year will be united for the first time in probably three years. So the gatherings will be bigger. The families will be bigger. There'll be people who haven't seen each other for a long, long time in some of these families that travel great distances. So family is the most important thing of all. Santa and Mrs. Claus are very fortunate. We have three children. We have five grandchildren. And we get together, we have a big, big celebration. It's food, it's fun, it's parties. And you know what we do now that we've never done before? We started a couple of years ago before COVID we actually play board games it's so much fun and we have a rule now and I think if a lot of the families would listen to this rule it's a great idea the cell phone is a marvelous invention but when you get together with a family have a basket at the front door of your house everybody walks in the house the phones go in the basket until they leave you'll be amazed at the amount of communication the families will have with each other conversations they haven't had in years that's what family is all about communicating
1: Santa, you warm people's hearts every Christmas. So um, by doing that every year, what are your most favorite Christmas traditions?
2: Uh, I would have to say nice turkey dinner, mashed potatoes, gravy, uh, beautiful stuffed dressings. I like a lot of cakes and desserts. My main, my main thing is spending time with the family and having a good meal and enjoying it, not rushing. So if the meal lasts two or three hours, it's family time together, which is well worth it.
0: Oh, that sounds great, Santa Claus. Uh, you're listening to episode 40 of the Champs and Chums podcast. This is our best of segment. We are here with the greatest December guest of them all, Santa Claus. It's Anthony and Ashton in the broadcast chair. And, uh, and uh, yes, a Santa, no taken. I will do my level best to make sure I move from the naughty list to the nice list and uh, do it just in time for Christmas. So looking forward to that. Um, Santa, you know, you have always made time, and it's not just during this time of the year. Um, You've given your time to community. And I know even here in our lovely hometown city of Brampton, you've done some amazing things in the community. We have been so pleased again to support Toys for Tots, um, I'm wondering um, if you can uh, share with us maybe some of the fun things that you've done in that spirit of giving and community here in our city of Brampton um, over the course of the last few weeks.
2: Well, you know, I've done a lot of stuff in Brampton, Mississauga, all the GTA, but a lot of the stuff I do in Brampton is charity work. I, I'm the Toys R Tots Santa for the Peel Regional Police Department. This is one of the great loves of mine. This is an organization that raises toys for kids that don't normally get toys. And I reach out to individuals that I know, to companies I know. I will go in. I will do a free photo shoot with them. I'll do party gatherings with them. And the idea is if you come in to see Santa, don't worry about paying for anything. Just bring a new unwrapped toy. Toys are important. But it's not just the toys. A lot of these kids are teenagers now, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. They need gloves, they need socks, they need hats, scarves. This is what it's about. Giving from the heart to help all this. Toys or Tots is a great organization. I do breakfast with Toys R Tots. As once again, as I said, Wimpy's, the other location I did this year with Denny's in Mississauga. We raised funds, we raised money. I went out and did a, uh, a location in Mississauga with the Peel Regional Police, a dinner at a, at a very nice restaurant. They raised money, they had raffles, they had Santa come in and do selfies. People paid for the selfies and it all went into a big thing, a big kettle. It's about raising money to help people that don't have what we have. A lot of people are very fortunate they do have. This year is a tough year for a lot of people. The costs keep going up. Last year, the food bill might have been $100. This year, it's almost $200. So people are cutting back. People are cutting back and giving. That's why it's so important. Give what you can. Don't overexert yourself to give, but give as much as you can. Give from the heart giving what it's all about the more you give the more love from your heart the better it is for everyone
0: oh those are such motivating words uh a santa here in this month of december such words of magic that you just shared with our listeners we so appreciate that and um we you know we just talked about community and i want to um I, I guess just scale it up a bit because you have traveled to so many countries as um, you, you, you you touch the lives and the hearts of so many kids uh, and kids of all ages. Um, you know, and you've always made time for Canada as well, too. Are there any things that, or what are some of your favorite things about Canada as you travel around, um, as you travel around the country?
2: Well, you know, I think the, the most unique thing about Canada is the weather. We have a climate that is so close to the North Pole here. And that Santa gets right into what's going on here in Canada. I love it because the people in Canada love the Canada. They love the nature. From Nova Scotia to BC, the climate changes every day. Like Santa watches the weather forecasts all the time. They're expecting another storm here in Ontario on Thursday night, Friday morning. But that's okay because we'll strive through it, we'll get through it together. Being in Canada, it's working as a country that works together. No matter what your nationality is, we're all together in this. Canada is a beautiful country. That's what I like about Canada. Canada is the giving, caring country. And most of all, everybody in Canada loves and cares about everybody else.
0: Oh, that's beautiful word, Santa Claus. And, uh, you know, you talked about all things Canadian. I thought you would have snuck in the fact that, you know, is there any maple? Maybe you can share with the listeners. Is there any maple syrup? that you use in terms of getting ready for the big day. I hear that's got some real great medicinal um, uh, effects and benefits. Um, care to share with the listeners?
2: Well, you know, if you take maple syrup and you put it in a coffee cup and you heat it up a little bit and you add a little bit of milk, just a tiny bit, and it gets almost like a molasses, and you can put it on top of toast. It's amazing. The flavor is beautiful. But it's, it's just because it's Canadian. Everything
1: about Canada is beautiful. Santa, so we all all know you love the Toronto uh, Maple Leafs. uh, And we also want to know, uh, what are some of your favorite winter sports of all time and why?
2: Well, obviously hockey, because I love the Leafs. Uh, And I'm enthralled with football. I think football is one of the greatest sports there is. I like to see teams get out there and achieve goals. And this year, God willing, my team, the Buffalo Bills, will be there at the end for the Super Bowl. And hopefully I will finally get a redemption. I still owe Rudolph seventeen chocolate chip cookies from the old days. This time we might break even. Okay. Well
0: and and, and Santa for sure. We're we're big Buffalo Bills fans as well too. Uh Josh Allen certainly—it uh, kind of goes beyond the uh, the prototype quarterback. He's he's big, he's mobile. They've got such a talented wide receiving core. This very well could be their year. But let's let's dial it back to uh, one of our favorite sports, hockey, and uh, and let's let's put the, the title on it. This could be their year. Um, we are huge Toronto Maple Leafs fans. We we know you are as well too. Um, they seem to be finding quite a, like you, this, this um, magical stroke of luck, talent. We hope we can bottle it all together so when April comes around, they can make a big push. Um, uh, Santa, the fans are, are dying to hear how you think the Toronto Maple Leafs will do come the spring.
2: Well, you know, I, I'm going to give you a little bit of trivia. It'll probably blow your mind. But Santa was actually at a Toronto Maple Leaf hockey game in 1967 when the Leafs won the Stanley Cup, a playoff game. That's what I want this year. That's what I'm hoping for this year. That's what I'm expecting this year. And we've got the nucleus of a team that can do it. I love our forwards. Our defense is tight. And the goalies are really starting to shine. I was a little worried at the start of the year, but I think this could be our year.
0: Well, Ashton, did you hear that from Santa Claus? I just fell back in my chair that Santa Claus was at one of the games when the Leafs won the Stanley Cup last in 67. Ashton, did you hear that right?
1: Yes, I did. Now,
0: what do you think about this? We're talking to our best of guest, third time career appearance on the on the show, and now he's telling you that he was actually there at one of the games in 67.
1: Well, uh, you know... Hockey back then was different from today. And, um, you know, I would actually really love to see hockey back then in the 60s.
0: Well, definitely. And, uh, you know, Santa Claus, before we leave our Leaf, our, our Leaf talk, because we always love talking Leafs with you, a uh, rumor has it that you're such a big Leaf fan that you have actually, just like the Leafs have many retro uh, jerseys when they actually jump on the ice, That, in fact, you are thinking of using a blue and white uh, Santa uh, uh, costume, a uniform, as you you head toward the big day. Can you confirm or deny that Santa Claus?
2: Well, unfortunately, as much as it is a dream, it will not happen. Santa (laughs) is traditional red and white. I do have a blue and white Santa suit, but I will not wear that the big day. I'll wear that the day they win the Stanley Cup, and I'll parade all up and down Toronto with it when that happens.
0: Well, Santa Claus, you, uh, me and Ashton, all three of us, if the Leafs win the cup in June, you got to let us jump on the sleigh. You got to make room for the Stanley Cup. We'll make sure that you got good uh, uh a good spot in the parade on Bay Street because it will be something to to witness for sure.
2: Well, if they win the Stanley Cup, Santa will be there in his blue and white suit. I also will bring a personal friend of mine. You might have heard of him. Nav Bhatia, super fan for the Raptors. Wow. We go way back. We're very good friends. He's a Raptor fan. Unbelievable, the super fan. But he bleeds blue and white for the Leafs, and he'll be there with me.
0: Wow. Did you hear that, Ashton? Uh, Santa's got a lot of chums, but one of his good chums is the super fan, Nav Bhatia. What did you want to say to that?
1: Well, uh, that's amazing. Um,
0: and you met the super fan as well a few times.
1: I met him two times, and um, uh, my experience with him was great.
0: Great stuff. Well, well, Ashton, uh, Ashton, you've got another sports question here for Santa. Santa, just a few more questions. This has been an amazing segment, as always. Uh, Ashton, uh, bat- batter's up, if you will. Uh,
1: Santa, um, I want to ask you... There's gonna be two parts to the this question. Are you a Blue Jays fan? Okay, so Santa, um, we are big, uh, no, huge, no, ginormous fans of the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, and with that said, how do you think they will fare uh, this season with uh, Chris Bassett and uh, Kevin Kiermeyer?
2: You know, they've made a couple of acquisitions that I'm really impressed with. They waited. They took the premium crime of the top, right what they wanted. They knew what they were going to go after. They were smart. They budgeted properly. They've got some money to move with it. They need to do other things. But here's the interesting thing about it all. Could you imagine the Toronto Maple Leafs win the Stanley Cup? The Toronto Raptors win the NBA title? The Argonauts win another Grey Cup, and most importantly, the Blue Jays win the World Series.
0: Oh my! We'd goodness.
2: be the talk of every sports city in the world.
0: Oh, Santa Claus. You, you, that that would be an absolute dream come true. I mean, the Raps are having their struggles for sure, but every other team that you just mentioned, I think definitely could be in the conversation. And, and what analysis you're providing our listeners, Santa Claus. You talked about good fiscal budget management. They didn't rush. There were some really high-priced free agents. You're so right. I mean, uh, it it sounds like you've actually been doing tours around the sports radio world because you bring some great analysis here on the show.
2: Well, you know, a lot of people don't understand the money aspect of the games of sports today. It's about the money you have to spend and how you spend it. you got to spend it wisely. And I think this year the Jays have done that. The least they made an acquisition today.
0: That's right picked up uh So they're
2: all they're tweaking what they have all these teams and they're just they're not getting worse they're getting better and the better they are the better it is for the fans of Toronto
0: Well for sure and I mean yes you, you, uh, just at the time of this recording uh, Santa Claus is bang on the lease made another you know I really like what Kyle Dubas is doing those incremental kind of really smart acquisitions that really will add up come playoff time. And and Santa, as much as I lo- liked uh, Dennis Malgin, the Leaf, um, he basically was just as tall as as some of your elves. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so 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 they they traded him for a, a man that was much bigger. May not have the 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 stick handling ability in Dryden Hunt, but boy, he's got some toughness. And as you know, in building a team, Santa Claus, you need all the ingredients.
2: That's right. It, it, it's the same as any team. The team I have at the North pole starts from the top and it goes all the way down. So to me, the top member of my team would have to be me. I would be a goalie in a hockey team. The, the defense are like the elves and the forwards. Well, there's no doubt about that. Rudolph and the reindeer. That's the analogy I use. They're the best there are the cream of the crop. This is what we need. This is what's going to happen in Toronto. All our sports teams are great, but this year, The Leafs, the Blue Jays, I think they have a great, great chance.
0: Oh, you heard it here first on Champs and Chums, everybody. Just to close the year, we've got our exclusive, our best of guest, Santa Claus, laying it down with all the sports insights, opinions. This is the kind of stuff you get on the show, everybody. Santa Claus, just a couple more questions. Uh, We want to take it now to talk about, you know, we know that uh, Christmas is high time for you. It's a very busy time. Are there any other sort of favorite holidays that you yourself enjoy uh, with the family or maybe a particular season in the year? Uh, Why don't you share that with the listeners?
2: I I guess I'd have to say, as ironic as it sounds, winter is my favorite season. I love Christmas, obviously. I love the snow. I love getting out in the snow with the family. I enjoy the winter season. A lot of people think I'm a little crazy for that, but I love it. And I guess my next favorite season would have to be probably the autumn, because that's getting me into the winter season, and I can do stuff in the autumn that I can't do the rest of the year. I'm not a big fan of excessive heat. I'm a large guy, and the more the heat it is, the harder it is on Santa. So I enjoy the cold, the cold weather. I walk my dog every day at the North Pole. We go out for our walks, and we have a great time. I don't know if I've mentioned my dog before. I have a little Yorkie. He's 15 years old. His name is Harley Davidson. Oh. And we walk every day, and this guy is amazing. He's so much fun, and he loves the snow and the cold, also. He has his sweaters, but he loves going for walks.
0: Well, isn't that another great insight here on the show, everybody? And you hear Santa Claus, you know, he gets he stays active, he gets active, and he likes winter, but Santa, you know, we, we feel like we've come to know you so well over the course of uh, all our episodes together. We just want to advise. It's probably good to put a little sunscreen on, a little SPF 15, maybe bring the sunglasses and the sleigh. Uh, what do you say?
2: <laughs> well, you know, it's not a bad idea. Well, thanks. Health is always a, is always a good idea.
0: I I, but, I think I'm getting actually more on the nice list with you now, Santa Claus.
2: Uh I wouldn't push
0: it. <laughs> good stuff. Well, listen, we know you're a busy, busy guy with your team. We're just uh, days away from the big day at the time of this recording. And so we just have our final question and we're going to turn it back to the to the real star of the show, Ashton. Ashton, take it away for Santa Claus.
1: Santa, what are some uh, words of advice you have for young kids who are good but want to be Great.
2: you know, you can't be just good. You have to achieve. You have to achieve good grades in school. So that means you have to enjoy school, pay attention. The better you are in school, the higher you go in school, the more chances you have of being great are. Every child can be great if they achieve goals. Set goals for yourself. And don't be outrageous with your goals. Set goals that are practical. Take one step at a time. I always tell people, you crawl before you walk. It's important. Just take one step at a time. Enjoy every day to the fullest because you never know when something drastically could happen to change that. And remember, the most important thing of all is love and care for your family and your friends because they're the most important thing in your world. That's what it's all about. It's called love.
0: What an outstanding way to end this Best Of segment. Uh, that's This is Milestone Episode 40. We're here with the greatest December guest of them all, Santa Claus. And Santa Claus, just before we sign off, we'd love just to uh, to share with you how grateful we are uh, that you've made time for Champs and Chums. Um, you know, it's been so great getting to know you even more. I mean, I've adored you since I was young. Uh, and I'm sure That was a
2: long, long, long time ago. That was
0: a real long time ago, Santa Claus, for sure. And Ashton, from the very beginning, he's been a big fan of yours. And for you to make time to come on the program and to talk all the good graces and to really share your, your experiences, your wisdom here on Champs and Chums, we couldn't just be uh, just elated. and uh, I'd love to, to ask my chum Ashton to say a few words to you.
1: Well, uh, sena thank you for coming on the show. It's been an honor having you on, and uh, three years uh, you've came on our show. We started October of 2019, and you've came on three years. That is a milestone, you know, record uh, in our record books, and you are uh, first place in in appearances on Champs and Chums. So um, congratulations to that. And, um, you know, you spread joy to everyone uh, and you wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And I want to wish you a Merry Christmas, Santa Claus. Well,
2: thank you, Ashton. I appreciate that. Now I have one question for you. You always ask me questions. Ashton, what would you like for Christmas this year from Santa?
1: Hmm. Probably an Xbox gift card.
2: (laughs) (laughs) A man after my own heart. (laughs) All right. Well, listen, we put that plug in your dad's ear, so we'll see what happens. You've been a really good boy this year. Like I said, it's your father where the issues are. (laughs) Have a very Merry Christmas to both of you, to all your fans. It's been great visiting again. And remember the most important thing of all about Christmas Eve, homemade chocolate chip cookies for Santa with regular white milk.
0: Great stuff. Ashton, you're going to take us to break on episode 40.
1: This ends our father-son best of segment. More father-son fun talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast.
0: Welcome back to Champs and Chums. Happy holidays, everybody. It's December. It's Anthony and Ashton in the broadcast chair. So glad that you're with us for our last show of 2022. We've had such a great one already. We've had the greatest December guest of them all, Santa Claus. We had a great father-son free-for-all segment on Winter Inspire Athlete Names. Some great festive talk. Here we are, Ashton. I thought, you know what? Uh, We are in the um, winter season, as it were. And, um, you know you've done some really fun outdoor activities over your ten plus years and uh but I'm not sure if you did this one. You kind of half did this, but we're we're gonna uh put a focus on that a little bit later. So, Ashton, what is our last all pro go for the fans for episode forty?
1: Our all pro go is snowmobiling.
0: That's right. So, snowmobiling fans is such a great winter sport. And as Ashton, as you talk about this, you're going to actually reference the actual snowmobile itself. But the actual sport of snowmobiling and stuff we'll get into as Ashton uh, takes it away. So, um, uh, turn on the ignition and away we go. Snowmobiling.
1: A snowmobile, also known as a skidoo, snow machine, sled, motor sled, Motor sledge, ski mobile or snow scooter is a motorized vehicle designed for winter travel and uh, rec- recreation or s- on snow. It is designed it is designed to be operated on snow and ice and does not require a road or trail, but most are driven on open terrain or trails. Snowmobiling is a sport that many people have taken on as a serious hobby. Older snowmobiles could generally accommodate two people. However, most snowmobiles manufactured since the 1990s have been designed to only accom- accom- co- accommodate one person.
0: Oh, wow. So it it used to, I guess, before it would just accommodate one, but now you kind of got, you can actually, uh, you go in pairs.
1: Yep. Snowmobiles built with the ability to, co- oh wait, Wait, wait. Keep
0: going. You got it. Keep going.
1: Snowmobiles built with the ability to accommodate two people are referred to as two-up snowmobiles or touring models and make up an extremely small share of the market. Most snowmobiles do not have any enclosures except for a windshield. And their engines normally drive a continuous track at the rear skis; at the front, provide directional control.
0: So that's our festive all-pro go, fans. It's uh, snowmobiling. Ashton's describing for you a snowmobile. Uh, Dad's gonna take it home here on the track. Uh, Early snowmobiles used simple rubber tracks, but modern snowmobiles tracks are usually made of a Kevlar composite construction. So real technology we're talking about here, everybody. Um, The earliest snowmobiles were powered by readily available industrial four-stroke air-cooled engines. Of course, the engine needs to be cool in some way, even though it's out in the cold ashton. Um, These would be quickly replaced by lighter and more powerful two-stroke gasoline internal combustion engines, and since the mid-2000s, four-stroke engines have re-entered the market. Um, The second half of the 20th century saw the rise of recreational snowmobiling, whose riders are called snowmobilers, sledders, and slednecks. I'm not sure about that third one there, Ashton, (laughs) slednecks, but anyhow... Uh, a a loose vernacular that's used to describe uh, snowmobilers Uh, recreational riding is known as snow cross racing trail riding freestyle boondockling docking boondocking ditch banging and grass drags in the summertime snowmobilers can drag race on grass asphalt strips or even across water snowmobiles are sometimes modified to compete in long distance off-road races so So there you have it, everybody. That's kind of uh, a window to the world in terms of snowmobiling. And uh, it seems like a real fun activity, Ashton. You would definitely need a license for it, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just to make sure everything is safe. Uh, Lots of uh, uh, trails that I guess up north, uh, Ashton, where you can actually take the snowmobile. But let's actually, you know, put it into focus because I kind of said at the start of this, Ashton's kind of been half involved in snowmobiling, but, um, you've been involved in the summer version of that, which is, it's, it's not only ski doing, but sea doing. Yeah. So uh, you went on your first sea do. Speaking of up North, you were up in your first uh, sea do, and that kind of gives you the, a little bit of the, um, uh, experience of what it would be like behind a, a ski do. But why don't you tell the fans about your experience on a sea do? and how that all came to be.
1: Well, it was a really good experience um uh Blake uh and his son Liam and shout out, out
0: to uh friends of the show uh uh lots of friends up there from lovely Muskoka there but yeah, it was great to uh, connect with Blake and his son Liam.
1: And uh he brought over his uh Sea-Doo, not a Ski-Doo, Sea-Doo. So, Sea-Doo is the summer version of a Ski-Doo. And um it's a really it's it's like a hmm, jet ski. It's like a jet ski. It's basically a jet well, ski. Well,
0: kind of, not really. It's that's actually a bigger machine than that, right, yeah. Ashton? I mean, and and what th- we were learning here as we were sharing with the fans, the 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 notes, news, and notes about a ski do is that they had these two ups, and we were able to to fit, to, three. To fit three because that was quite an impressive vehicle that that our ch- our chum uh, uh, Blake had.
1: Yeah, and. Uh, Whenever you went over waves, when you made waves, you would uh, go up in the air. So uh, that was pretty fun.
0: Lots of fun. Well, that, that's that's our All-Pro Go, everybody. That's snowmobiling. And uh, who knows, Ashton? Uh, maybe we'll get that into in, in that as an activity uh, as we, we go on and march towards this winter season. Um, but right now, that is all for our All-Pro Go segment. And everyone, you are listening to Episode 40. Of the Champs and Chums Podcast. Father Son Fun Talk, you're listening to episode 40 of the Champs and Chums Podcast. And Ashton, it's now time for our signature segment. That's right, everybody, it's our Champs and Chums segment where we salute our stars on and off the field. So this is an opportunity every episode for Ashton to select a champ and a chum and dad here to do the same. And uh, you know what, um, We Ashton and I got talking to everybody uh, about this uh, episode, we're reflecting on uh, some special people that have come on the program and I guess the only way to say this Ashton is that um, this is kind of a bit of a red letter day here on Champs and Chums episode 40 because... We, and this has happened on, on, on previous episodes, Ashen, that we're so compelled by a particular person that we want to anoint them the title. We want them to assume the title. We want to honor them by naming them a champ and chum. And this time, on this December episode, Milestone episode 40, it is festively unanimous, ladies and gentlemen, our champ and chum... Is Santa Claus, Ashton? Why is why is Santa Claus your champ and chum for episode forty?
1: Well, Santa Claus is my champ and chum because he spreads joy to everyone during Christmas. He
0: doesn't. He doesn't select. He doesn't just pick. He actually is so generous to make sure that everybody is felt good at this time of the year, Ashton. Well, why else would you pick Santa as your? Your uh, champ and chum.
1: He is also really, really positive.
0: Well, he sure is, right? I mean, he's uh, definitely got a lot of motivation and inspiration that he brings along the way. Um, good stuff. Well, it's over to Dad. I, I guess thinking about Santa Claus, um, geez, you know, um, we've seen a lot of legendary performances um, over the course of sports over the last month here with what's been going on in, in, in all forms of sport, whether it be basketball, hockey, major major performances and such. But, you know, when I think of the word legend, I really think of Santa Claus. And, um, you know, I, I've known Santa Claus, Ashton, for a very long time. He's always treated me very fair He's a big fan of your dad, despite all some of the gears he's been giving me over the course of this episode. (laughs) I know he's a big fan of mine. And, uh, you know, he believes in people. And when you believe in people and you believe in the process and you believe in what's possible, anything can happen. And uh, so that's one of the reasons why I I like Santa Claus. And, um, you know, he practices a lot of the great things. uh, And he talked about it earlier in the episode, Ashton, you know, how important preparation is, how important teamwork is, how important being a good mentor is, and how important it is to always have goals and strive to do the best you can. And Santa Claus, it's for that and a long list, a list that's bigger than my Christmas wish list is why I as well, have nominated you for my champ and chum of episode 40. Good stuff, everybody. Well, we got a little bit more show to come. We're going to tie a festive Christmas bow on this one. And you're listening to episode 40 on the Champs and Chums podcast. Welcome back to Champs and Chums. It's episode 40, and Ashton, it's now time to tie a lovely, festive, merry bow around what has been a magnificent milestone episode 40. How
1: do you think it went, man? It went amazing. This milestone episode 40 was one to remember.
0: It was really a magnificent show uh, from top to bottom, from the start to the middle, and now to the finish, Um, So many people to thank. We'll get to that in a sec, but it's our last episode, Ashton, of 2022. 40 episodes deep on this father-son fun talk about sports life and friendship. Ashton, as I always do, I wanted to ask you, what did you learn today?
1: Well, I learned about Santa's go-to meal at Wimpy's.
0: Oh, that's right. Breakfast of champions, my man. Yeah. Like, let's recount that a little bit for some of the listeners who may have forgot. Like, what is Santa Claus loading up on? Is he getting ready for the big day?
1: Pretty sure he said at least a few orders of sausages and... Over um, easy eggs. Over, six uh, scrambled over easy eggs and um, four pieces of toast. And if he's uh, hungrier, he'll get... Um, um, uh his their home fries and
0: santa claus is a traditional guy ash and when it came to beverages he definitely liked the wholesome milk none of, none of the soy the soy uh, alternatives he was good for the for the dairy milk and he loved freshly squeezed orange juices i remember right ashton
1: yes he did
0: and then well, listen i mean you know we also gave him a little bit of uh health advice i actually thought dad jumped in quite nicely to let him know that I thought that maple syrup had some good medicinal benefits to him, too.
1: Yeah, uh, his answer was um, he he actually... Uh, he believed it. Yeah, he believed it.
0: I think you can call me Dr. Oz when it, when it's all uh, said and done here in 2022, Ashton. What else did you learn on the show?
1: Well, I also did not know that there was a hockey league in the North Pole.
0: Neither did I. I mean, is this is this going to compete with the NHL, Ashton?
1: could compete someday
0: good stuff well we know that santa had a small select roster if i remember that part of the interview well but uh yeah it's been um a real amazing segment here to end uh, champs and chums ashton it's been such a, a, a big year for us on father son fun talk about sports life and friendship it has just got uh amplified up in such a large way this year um You know, we want to thank, obviously, some special people. Um, But before we get there, there's some special people all year that have joined us as Best of Guests. Like, it is a who's who of Best of Guests that have joined us on Champs and chumps. So we want to thank every special guest that's joined us on the program this year. Ashton, who else do we want to thank?
1: We want to thank the Power Girls and Uncle Dennis who helped produce the show. Well,
0: an extra shout-out to the Power Girls and Uncle Dennis because they were there from the very beginning when this was just the birth of a, of a small, sweet, genuine idea. We want to thank you so much for all your love and support on, on what you've done to really bring uh, Champs and Chums to an amazing level as it has. Um, and Ashton, you know what? We will need to shout out as well too to another Champ and Chum. That's AC. That's Angela. Angela, thank you so much for everything that you do to make Father-Son Fun Talk so powerful and so inspiring. You are a champ and chum. And uh, Asha, what do you want to say to Angela who's listening?
1: Well, Angela, um, all our live streams, all our um, YouTube videos, and our posts on social media, uh, they wouldn't happen without you uh, and your tech mind. And. Um, you've helped my dad a lot with uh, technology
0: she sure has <laughs> she's an MVP I tell you most valuable player thanks to Angela for doing all she does throughout the year to help us bring champs and chums to you and uh, of course Ashton, we'd be remissed with not recognizing for the very last time on this episode is uh, Santa Claus our best of guest the greatest December guest of them all um, what do you think about having Santa Claus on for a fourth year at champs and chumps
1: well i think that would be amazing um and uh, we could keep going uh, four years in a row that would be great
0: well you know what um ashton and uh, we also want to thank all our loyal listeners all the fans of champs and chumps uh, you guys have been so amazing um the way that you interact and engage with us uh, uh with every episode with every video with every poll with every post with every thought and opinion and beautiful thing to share you guys have made it extra special so we want to take this opportunity to wish you a very merry christmas and a happy new year ashton what do you want to tell the nation of champs and chumps fans
1: well uh we couldn't have had a better we couldn't have had better fans than you guys because you guys um uh you know you we're supportive since day one and being supportive since day one is a really uh, big uh, thing to do and uh, I I think that all of you uh, are um, really really big fans of our show and um, I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and um, in the new year hopefully we can get some new followers
0: you sure will, Ashton. It's going to be a big 2023. And uh, you know what? I've got one more thank you to make, Ashton, here on this last episode of what has been an, an absolutely outstanding year. Uh, I want to thank you. You have brought Father-Son Fun Talk to a level that has been just, it's it's beyond the dreams, right, that uh, we, we thought we we, we we thought of what this could be back in the summer of 2019, And to watch you grow, to watch you develop, to watch you have fun with everything we do, whether it be behind the mic, out in community, um, talking with our fans, doing some of the live streams that we've done, um, and actually just learning with you has been one of the greatest gifts that your dad could ever get. And that's what makes it a really Merry Christmas for me. Um, So I want to thank you, my man.
1: I want to thank you too as well. Oh, really?
0: Well, that's very nice of you to say. Well, well, that's good stuff. Well, Why, why do you want to thank me here on this last episode of 2022?
1: Well, um, when I started Champs and Chums, I did not have the radio voice I have today. And it's because of you. You've taught me all my public speaking skills and uh, my skills from you know, public speaking have come from champs and chums and uh, learning every single episode. Uh, learning well, that's new that's really
0: things. nice of you to say, Ash, and it, it touches me a lot that you would say that because, yeah, you you have a... You know, that's the beauty of projects like this. You have the command of language to read, write, and speak. It is the greatest gifts that you can share and grow and develop for yourself, and now you have this big pa- platform to share it with with other people, and, and I mean, geez, the... All, all the the accolades are in, and you are the star of the show, man. And to watch you grow and develop like you have, it's been it's been I've been so proud as your dad to see and witness this um, with every episode, with every everything that happens. So, um, boy, that's been a really nice way to put a gift and a bow on the show, Ashton. Um, where can the fans go to check out some of that great uh, content, uh, including the show?
1: Well, they can check us out on uh, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Podbean, and CastBox.
0: That's right, everybody. You can subscribe and check us out on all those world-class platforms for champs and chums, and you can also check us out on social. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. What a year we've had with TikTok, Ashton. Uh, So check us out at Champs and Chums, our great website, champsandchums.com. Ashton, this is going to be the biggest fist bump of the year. We want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, everybody. We look forward to more greatness in 2023. And Ashton, as we always say, cheers cheers to champs. champs cheers to chums and And cheers to an all-star day thanks
1: for listening